0: Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Now, Kira Healy, Programme Director at the Arts Programme IT Carla Wexford, a campus, and Orla Barry, artist, farmer, and lecturer, both join me. Good morning to Kira. How are you?
1: Hi there. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
0: And good morning to you, Orla. How are you?
1: I'm very good, thanks
0: very much. Great to talk to both of you. First of all, tell me about the prestige of getting the work displayed at the Royal Hibernian Academy, Kira, uh, and the background to the project itself. And it's the IT Carlo based here in Wexford, I'm told. Yes,
1: yeah, I'm the Programme Director of the BA Honours and the BA in in Art here in I.T. Carlow Wexford Campus School of Art and Design. Um, I might invite Orla to talk a little bit about the exhibition. She's one of the artists in the exhibition and then I can share with you how my research has contributed to um, enhancing the uh, education around the
0: exhibition. Okay, well let's, uh, Orla, talk us through what you are actually displaying then.
2: Yeah, um, well the exhibition is a group of artists, uh, all women, um, who were put together by the curator Patrick Murphy who um, selected the artists um, because they all have agricultural backgrounds really and um, the exhibition is about how farming and art have come together recently um, and have um, become more visible in the art world and I, um, I came back here in 2009 back to Wexford and I had been living in Belgium I grew up here and um, so uh, I started farming in 2011 and run a, po- a flock of pedigree Lin sheep which is a breed from um, Wales Yeah, and um, so um, I started doing that and got myself in at the deep end and went, uh, how am I going to make art and teach and do all this sheep work? And so I decided then I have to make my work about farming. Hmm. And suddenly I was back uh, where I had started out as a young girl. And um, yeah, so I, in this show in particular, I showed um, uh, a big pile of wool, which is my um my sh- uh, my sh- the the fleeces from the last two years on the farm which haven't been sold because the price of wool is so low right. you might know something about that <laughs> you might have read about it but you well, we might do so something on it. I
0: didn't know that it's a good time to start knitting then is it if the price of wool is yeah, so well, low
2: um well basically farmers are getting 20 cents a kilo um for their wool which is like um very very the lowest it's ever been and you'd be wondering in a kind of world where there's um, so, so much focus on ecology yeah. why this is happening so basically I brought the whole pile mm-hmm. which is 220 fleeces and dumped it in the gallery and um, I also made an interview with um, John Conran from Retineur, who's a, who was a wool merchant and um, he just talked to me about how in 1945 wool was worth two about two twenty a kilo, yeah. so that is thirteen times more than it is now. And he talked about how how wool um, was so valuable that you could pick it off the bushes. Um, you know, people would pick it off the bushes, and, and it, yeah. so it's just weird the way things
0: go around. And that's I'm sure he is. So have well, you, you you done a joint vital image of an iron jumper? Then have you? Well, from all this old on- wool, yeah. So- yeah.
2: Yeah, so the Aaron Jumper is owned by the curator of the show, Patrick Murphy. I was mm. trying to keep everything local mm. and was knit for him in 1974. So there was kind of two stories combined in the work. There's right. the big Aaron Jumper and then the story of uh, John Conran and the Price of Wool and how that right. kind of you know have I all, know
0: so I know if it's John Conran from Rathneur I know one John Connor from Rathneur the former manager of the Wexford Hurling team and I know him well so uh, I didn't know he was a wool merchant as well as everything else he does if it's the yeah. same John Connor I'll soon find out because yeah, well, I going to ring him after was... the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah it probably
2: is I met a lot of people at the opening actually who knew him
0: yeah. yeah, okay, well unless there's two John Collins and in Resignore, maybe it's the one I know, but we'll find out because I'm <laughs> going to ring him straight after the show and tell him, okay, because there's a, sto- there's a story in that what you've shared. Uh, Dr. Kieran now talk to me about your role in this and the exhibition and also the one day conference on April the 9th.
1: Yeah, so thank you. So basically um, the, this whole my research basically came around from um, an award I was granted back in the autumn from the Royal Irish Academy and the aim was really, I was looking at finding ways to enrich connections and bring new links together between artists, farmers and academics, especially those whose kind of focus is on rurality um, and I think I was interested in how we could bring communities together who maybe feel disenfranchised or disaffected from social and political structures that affect rural life. So The project initially involved developing two conferences. One was in Scotland, and one was in Ireland, in uh, with Lismore Castle Arts. And in Lismore, I hosted a morning of talks by different people invested in rural life and farming and heritage and the arts. And then in the afternoon, we visited some farms and we spoke with farmers about the challenges that they're facing and how farming is is being is perceived in Ireland today. That perception is changing rapidly. Um, And Patrick Murphy, who is the director or is the director of the Royal Hibernian Academy, he actually came to Lismore because he was developing this exhibition at the time and he felt this model of research I'd been putting together would really tie in with the exhibition he was curating in the RHA. So he commissioned me to write the catalogue essay for the show that Orla Barry is in and then asked me to put together a symposium. So that's going to be held on the 9th of April. So it's really exciting. We've got people like Professor Mary Modine who's um, an academic in University of Dundee. She's going to be talking alongside Dr. Nessa Cronin who's um, an Irish Professor in Irish Rural Heritage in NUI Galway. So we've got two academics and then I've got Dr. Tony Woodcock who's from the Waterford Institute of Technology. He's the Programme Director of the Agriculture, the BA in Agriculture there and he's going to talk about how young farmers are educated today but then with him I've got another speaker, a wonderful woman who is actually trained as a lawyer but went off to Barcelona and did her MA in Animal Welfare Legislation so she's going to be talking about the whole raft of changes that have come into. Ireland recently around animal welfare. Then I have a farmer who runs a regenerative farm, um, James Foley, it's a coolie doody farm in Valley Duff in County Waterford. And then finally, I have two speakers, two amazing Irish artists, Lisa yeah. Singleton and Deirdre O'Mahony, who are really interested in the role art plays in kind of talking okay. to farmers, enriching kind of our understanding of how we value food. Um, so that kind of is there's going to be a really big opportunity for people from lots of different walks of life to come and, and find connections with each other um, around that kind of area of rurality. Um, also tomorrow night I'm actually hosting and in conversation with event with Orla Barry up in the RHA as well as two other artists that are in the show Anna Rackard and Katie Watchhorn so yeah. I think really what's amazing is that we've got three members of our team and we're a small team here in the Rexford Campus School of Art and Design um, and we're all involved with such a prestigious institution. I mean the Royal Hibernian Academy is one of the top Institutions
0: it's fantastic. Time has caught up on me, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Kira, mean... so I have to leave it. Or, or I'm going to uh, be very cheeky and ask you, <laughs> will you invite me down to see your sheep? Um, because I'm fascinated by it. I, I'm told that these are, what do you call them? You have a description Plin, on them, haven't
2: you? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, but
0: basically. they're they're ecological sheep or something. What, what's the story about them? Yeah?
2: Well, it's just that they're they're, you know, easy to lamb, they don't require too much input and yeah. stuff like that, so they kind of do their own thing they're okay. easy to
0: manage I, I did see in the St Patrick's Day Parade in Dublin when I was looking at the highlights about uh, 10 musicians from Waterford all wrapped up in one iron jumper so if you have a shortage of wool maybe you could do one and we could have it in the Wexford Parade next year what do you think?
2: <laughs> yeah well that would be a good idea well anything we could do with wool yeah. I was talking to my uncle before I came on just about um, you know could, you know, why is wool? Like, we, we need to run out of oil before wool is going to be gone. Alright, pack that thought again. for
0: the moment. Time has cut up for me, and we will talk okay. soon, and we come down and see those sheep. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.